Last time on Good Neighbors. Flint, Cassius, and Beck discover the truth behind the visitor's plan. It intends to transfer its life to June and take over their body. Fortunately for them, it is during this process that the visitor is weakest. Even still, they recognize they only have the power to seal it away, not destroy it. To get to June, they venture through the territory of the Beacon, an ancient monster-worshipping cult. The Beacon agrees to let them pass, but only if they can keep Grandmaster Chuck Hayes as a prisoner. He agrees, and the good neighbors finally enter the visitor's realm. What was something you missed about normal life, life that you had before you stumbled onto the supernatural? Uh, I think sleeping well. I don't think June sleeps well anymore. Not unreasonable. Uh, I think we see after the first exposure in which James avails you to seeing monsters, truly, uh, a simple trip standing outside someone's house where uh, more than a few little uh, like gremlin-esque creatures crawl around someone's home, tap on their windows, where their uh, little angry eyes stare at people who just don't suspect a thing. And James just stares calmly and simply at them from the city streets. If they get too close, he stares and it looks like they forget about him and they keep moving. He takes you on a, a nightly walk where it looks like some sort of like shadow person, some sort of misty thing is trying to sneak up on someone just walking down the street. And he flicks his wrist and they seem to just ignore it entirely. And they disappear into the ether. They pass by another one as you step down into a, uh, a sort of warehouse. <sighs> where uh, it's largely empty save for a singular table and a couple of folding chairs. And uh, James has one of his, his sort of famous meetings where everything he's saying is just talking about buying alcohol, getting hops, getting, uh, you know, mint, things like that that can make special cocktails. And all this, this entire time, you know, uh, the people he's talking to, he's not talking about buying drinks. He's just talking about dealing with monsters with magic with magical people and he talks around it this entire time and it gets hard to focus hard to remember on the things he said then how is june responding this entire time that uh the visitor james uh has started to draw them into the world of the weird um i think june is starting to um kind of justify why they're still hanging around. Um, they know that this is like bad news, but they also know that uh, any system in place is like designed to disenfranchise the people who have power and the people who don't. And that the way to 
work this system is going to be to try and subvert it as much as they can from within inside. I love that. Uh, it is pretty obvious that uh, uh, James coordinates with other like villainous types around town, and they all lament over how no one's doing anything. Oh dear, these struggles that befall us and the the everyday citizen, and no one's doing anything. Like they seem to kind of like do that bit of uh, oh woe is us, um, and uh, James eventually takes to the side and and mentions like, do you see? How little these people will actually do. We need agents in the field, June. We need people who actually take the fight to these things. We need people like you. And your friends if you want them to. Whatever price you are looking to be paid... My price is going to be that you have to leave the devils out of it. You'll be working with me and not with them. That seems extremely reasonable. I'll tell you what. Pick a place at the town. I'll make sure nothing messes with it. They'll just forget it's here. And that place will be totally safe. Your friends can watch it. They can do whatever it is that they do. They can tag their cars. They can drink beer. It doesn't matter. They'll be safe in that zone. No. Let you know if something's up. I'll even show you how to deal with it when things rear their heads around town. But in return, you work for me. In return, our deal changes, and you get a... uh, Let's call it a promotion. About a year. You'll have more to do, for sure. It'll be tiresome, but you'll be strong. You'll be so strong. What do you think? In a year? A year. That's not a lot of time there, uh, Mr. Pale. That's a year of work for me versus a lifetime to be lived by your friends. I ain't gonna touch them, but if I don't protect them, well, something goes wrong. You know, one of these days, you guys are gonna make a mistake. You You can even relay these things back to them. I won't touch them, but if you wanna teach them how to deal with the what have you. That's fine by me. I have no qualms with that. What sort of work are you uh, are you offering? Well, day to day, these things don't actually rear their head all that much. I just kind of showed you the big ones. We'll start off simple. You run the bar for a little while. Some unscrupulous types will come by every now and again. If they make too much of a fuss, kick them out. In the meantime, I'll teach you how to how to work a little bit of how to do a little magic. That seems to work. We'll get a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger. Um, June is going to laugh and say, "Well, 
I've already learned uh, a thing or two, and uh, it, it's very pathetic. But they kind of like snap their fingers, and just a, 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 a spark, like not even a full flame. But June is very proud, uh, for sure. And James smiles and cups his hand under your hand, and that little spark becomes like a proper fire in your hand. And I think from there, we zoom in on June's eyes, and just the the fires are dancing in them. For sure. I love that. Uh, that, that orange light behind your eyes kind of comes back in on your exhausted, wounded visage uh, as you are looking up into the sky of this wherever it is. And... Uh, you are running through the fog. The doppelganger, Nil, has agreed to pretend to be you. Not agreed to, they decided to. Uh, to split off from you in the hopes that James will chase them and they can survive against James better than a human can. Um, but you are running through somewhere uh, in this swamp, trying to figure out your bearings, trying to do something in this, this fog here. You are battered and wounded, and all of these weird, like, memories keep cropping up. These, like, painful things keep sifting through your mind and making your brain slow down a little bit. What do you do? Uh, June has tried to circle back to James's shed and gotten lost. June has thrown everything magically that they could at James. They don't have any casting components and they are too hurt to try blood magic at this point. So I think... You feel your pager vibrate Mm -hmm. and you read the words save you on there. I think uh, June is running through uh, over and over again back saying you know insinuating are you just protecting James because James gives you some kind of power and then Flint accusingly saying is James Pale someone that we are going to go talk to right now or is James Pale my next quarry and Cassius questioning as much as I hate to say it it's not clear whether you're state TV or not. And uh, June is just saying under the breath, fuck, fuck, fuck. And then thanks to uh, the kid, the kid who's all fucked up. And Beck saying, God damn it, June, that's not good enough. And uh, June starts to cry and... um, saying to themselves, I don't want to do this. Fuck. But, Beck's right. It's not good enough. And, uh, June is going to, uh, get two branches and, uh, start banging them together and, uh, call out to James. 
Hey, you lanky fuck. Let's talk. We see through James's eyes for just a moment in the fog as these, like, sort of, like, solidified air, like heat distortion-y tendrils are wrapped around the neck of June as we see that that face melt away to see Nil and uh, the doppelganger snickers with that (coughs) until we hear in the distance the banging of the branches and you say, you lanky fuck uh, and Nil drops to the ground as James has presumably let them go moments pass you hear what are you doing in the distance are you crazy fuck this I did what I could going home you stand there in the mud and you hear behind you not a bad trick I suppose not a bad one what you playing here, Jahern? Uh, so my last level up, I picked um, Dark Negotiator. Uh, mm-hmm. So I can try to presumably deal with James. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, James, I think uh, I think we've maybe gone off on the wrong foot here today. Uh, Wouldn't you say so? Yeah, yeah, sorry about that. But, uh, well, as you are looking at the visitor, its visage is extremely blurry. You can feel this sort of like weakness in your brain, as if it's a little bit harder to think clearly. You do not see a face or hair on James anymore, on the visitor now. It's just long creature in a, a, a gray suit. This is slightly off topic, but you are strikingly less handsome uh, with this look you got going on. Uh, I suppose it depends on your tastes. Look, there's something you want. There's something I want. We made a deal once before. I don't see why we can't uh, renegotiate some terms here. Well, you broke the part of the deal not hours ago by attacking me. So, I really don't have a lot of reason to believe you, don't I? I am worth a lot more now than I was previously, though. And if you're a gambling man, which I think you might be, because you bet on me once before... The payout's a lot bigger now. I could Hmm. barely make sparks before. Oh, I remember. But here's the thing. Remind me, give me me one good reason I should trust that you will obey the things I need you to obey. I know a a, a prize when I see it, but I also know when the rules aren't the rules. I know when someone's not playing by them. Well, 
why don't we just uh, make the pot worth it so that uh, it's worth the risk? What do you have in mind? I think it's pretty easy. Uh, a life for a life. Me for the kid. You for the kid. <laughs> Which one? You, uh, you see on your pager blink up the next message from who some one, as if to, uh, that says on way. Um, look, I don't know what the fuck you did to Jude, but I saved him. Come on now. It's us. It's just you and me talking here. Well, then I suppose it's a matter of perspective. A dark and twisted thing had made its way into that kid's mind by way of that hag, and I took it out. If there was some mistakes during the surgery, well, that's what that's life. Say la vie. Can you fix him? I could. I could. You fix Jude Keaton. And in ten years, I'm yours, body and soul. Ten years? Until then, I'll keep working for you. Ten years. June. June, 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 June. You had broken our deal. I was about to make it happen. Mm. I'm slippery, though, aren't I? Here's the thing that's about to complicate all of this. Is in the next couple minutes, James pulls out their uh, stopwatch. Your associates are going to come in here... And they're going to try to kill me. That kind of spoils things, doesn't it? Is that, uh, is that fear I see on your blank face there, Mr. Pale? It is frustration. Secrets are power, my friend. Secrets are power. Sounds like maybe yours as uh, if they're able to get here... Yours might have gotten out a little bit. The air begins to thicken around you. Uh, as if, like, it had gotten more humid and a little bit harder to breathe. There, again, no face to make out things, but I think your instincts are correct. Their, their, their frustration is building for a number of reasons. Look, James, I think, uh, I think you might need a friend right now I think you might need a friend on your side someone who can uh, get these uh, these fine heroic folk out of here for you here's the thing I believe that you could get them to walk out of here fine that sounds nice gives me a nice easy day but a little bit ruins my plans I'm dead certain you're a your old man friend 
Yeah, the one in the flannel? It don't give up like that. And it'll just come back another day. I'm pretty sure your other one, that little lady is part of a group of people dedicated to eradicating my existence. I need a lot on the table right now, June. You can strike a deal, but it has to mean something. And if we don't, I will slaughter them all. Uh, June uh, paces and turns their back for just a second and grimaces. Uh, And they turn, uh, they compose themselves, turn back around with a big smile. Five years. Meet me in the middle. Five years, body and soul. I am yours. Till then... I'll get these people out of here, and I'll keep working for you, James. That's a damn good deal. But you also want that kid free, right? You want his mind back to him? Yeah, that's the thing I'm asking for. Hmm. Five years. Four. Uh, uh, June would have gone way lower, so yeah, we'll take that. Roll me Dark Negotiator. Could have just offered him your arm. True. Pretty. I'm trying to. I'm trying to keep my bits. Pretty flawless <laughs> success rate so far. <laughs> uh, that'll be a seven plus two for charm, I think, or is it weird? Uh, this is still uh, uh, charm. Still uh, negotiate with the person. Uh, you still subtract a minus two. Is the thing uh, by virtue of being in his realm and being right next to him. So seven. Seven. Okay. Uh, you got to do something right now to prove you mean it. Uh, I um, don't think I have like a knife or anything, but I will uh, roll up whatever is left of my sleeve and use my nails to cut the upper arm because I'm not an idiot who would cut their hand for a blood pact. Hmm. Let's, uh, let's sign on the dotted line, as it were, there, Mr. Pale. James extends a hand. I'll tell you what. If you save them from what they're about to see, it's a deal. And you'll fix Jude. That kid will have a future. I'll let you guys walk out. But if you break this, if you let them come back to try and kill me, well, bets are off. It's a pleasure doing business with you. What do you do? Uh, I will, uh, I will shake and, uh, 
still trying to make light of the situation. Uh, be like, hey, uh, you won't happen to be able to point me in the direction of the exit. That away. As uh, James takes your hand, you can feel these unearthly tendrils start to pierce into the spot where that you where you cut yourself, and James's hand wraps like its fingers extend around you until it touches that wound, and uh, you can feel a sort of like blood like pulse before James extends out and lets go. There we go. A deal has been struck. Peace of me will be with you always. You'll always be with me. And, uh, we'll know. And time is up. The deal has been completed. But in the meantime, better go save your friends. And just disappears. Cassius, Beck, and Flint. You can feel this tinging pain across your brain as uh, you step out into this world, wherever you are. We see these um, like moving shadows in the background. They look like sometimes bones. They look like sometimes lizards, sometimes shadows, sometimes ghosts at the the sort of precipice, the horizon, just kind of looking inward. What do you do? I start putting bullets in my shotgun and walking out. Beck also exits the shack. Cassius? I'm trying to decide if I should have a gun or Gert. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Because I only can carry one now. Hmm. I think he's going to try to tuck Gert into what's left of his one arm and then carry the gun in the other. We're going to get you like a papoose and then you can carry Gert around like on your chest. (laughs) (laughs) No no, no one will question me about that. Uh, So yeah, you you step out into this this world uh, and you may refer to it however you wish where... Uh, these sort of ethereal somethings are lurking in the distance. What do you do? I text here. (laughs) It goes off. Um, We know that June will receive it in a moment. Or who's to say? Time seems to be funky here. We are way outside the realm of my imagination even so I want to try to use uh, magic uh, to do uh, use my uh, initiate move that old black magic where I can use magic to investigate a mystery sure okay that's a 10 okay Uh, okay what are you out of the, the questions here uh, what happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? What is being concealed here? Uh, Beck takes out a Hot Wheel uh, and is going to do Where Did It Go? It being June. And 
the Hot Wheel is going to ambulate of its own accord, and we're going to follow it. I love yeah. that. That's great. Uh, it you, The Hot Wheel starts to rev up like it's been pushed by those cool Hot Wheels tracks. You remember those where they had the spinning wheels that threw everything? Yeah. Um, as it, it launches forward across the, the murk. It seems to be unaffected by like the mud and, and rocks and things. It seems to be, be going. And in the distance, uh, you hear kind of echoey. Y'all have made a big mistake coming here. And an even bigger one running with that fool. Echoes out in the distance. 100% that thing is going to start playing mind games. We just got to completely block it out. Yeah. I take a CBD gummy. <laughs> uh, you take a gummy, you kind of relax a little bit. Uh, you can. It'll take a second to set in, but yeah. The world in front of you starts to elongate a little bit. Like, it seems like when you were running, it just seems further and further away. You hear these screeches out in the night, or in the, I guess in the daytime now. Uh, kind of like if you've ever heard a fox cry, where it's close enough to being a human whine, but not quite. They're going to betray you someday. They're easily tempted by power. It's a right shame, because I like you so much. Everybody, just start humming a non-copyrighted song to yourself to keep your mind off of it. (laughs) You run, you continue to run, and as you do so, you feel the mud begin to slide. You see, like a, uh, in the way that like the trap door of a trapdoor spider opens, the mud reaches up, and it looks like it has moss-made teeth almost that hang and flap as this world tries to devour one of you. What do you do? Who is it after? Uh, you. Oh, cool. Uh, I'm trying to like discern if it's a just um, illusory thing or if it's actually going to attack me. You have to make a decision right now. Right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that Beck is going to take a defensive stance and use magic to bar a place or portal to a specific person or type of creature. Can I, like, try to shield myself from it? That's not what that spell does. Yeah, okay. it, it's, it's like a, you're in a room, no one yeah. gets in. Okay, well, I'm going to hit it with a sword then. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, by all means. <clears throat> I take a minus one to this roll. Okay. Can I use power of the heart? I got Absolutely. a ten, so I'm good. Uh, for sure. Uh, Cassius, I know that you already succeeded, but how do you help? Uh, I think Cassius is just gonna, like, instinctively dive between them, and it doesn't actually really do anything, but just, like, give Becca a little bit of time to wind up and cause a a bunch of distraction (laughs) as he just kind of, like, lands in the mud. Oh, boy. Uh, Very, very good. (laughs) He doesn't, doesn't, like, take the hit or anything. He just (laughs) dives between them. The, the muck thing attempts to swallow you, and as you dive kind of out of, in, in the way, then out of the way, it seems to make a, a split decision to follow you, kind of exposing itself. And Beck, what does it look like when you swing your sword? It is real. Uh, Beck uh, brings the sword down low and then slices upward <laughs> through it, uh, and it does 
five harm magic. And if it if it does kill it, I want it to splash into inanimate mud. It super does. Nice. Uh, you uh, at the same time, uh, how much armor do you have? One armor. You take one harm. Uh, uh, as it's, well, I got a uh, ten. Don't I get an extra effect? Oh, you do. Yeah, that's so right. Can it be suffer less harm? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, you expertly defend yourself uh, as you uh, rip through this uh, this monster, and it splashes all along the trees, okay. and you uh, you keep moving. As you follow this thing, it races around the um, this like this one of these trees here, and as you each one of you crosses this sort of corner in the woods. You uh, turn your head, and you're like more than ten yards away from each other uh, as like space gets distorted, and you all just are like in a, a sort of triangle form away from each other. You can see each other mm. in the forest, but it's extremely disorienting. Should we all like stop and like tie ourselves together or something? That's not a bad idea. You approach one another. Do we actually get closer to each other? You seem to, as long as you're looking at each other. Okay. All right. Uh, I I should have some rope in my bag. Uh, <laughs> uh, ten on preparedness. <laughs> Come on, Mary Poppins. For sure. Uh, you have plenty of rope uh, to connect yourselves, and you are uh, you'll be able to like manage yourselves just fine. As long it doesn't seem like objects are distorted. It's placement. Every uh, you, good D&D party has 50 feet of rope. Every good D&D party has 50 feet of rope. As you uh, start making your way through the uh, woods, who is with you right now? Uh, it's kind of up to you. It's not Chuck. This Chuck is it's, with the beacon. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't elect to bring Chalamet, admittedly. Because I, I don't... I would. He's not a fighter, and he has a niece to look after. <laughs> well, Cash. I, I, I wouldn't mean, want I'd him to feel have Chalamet than, I don't know. I would feel weird bringing the whole Jersey Devils in this bitch. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. South, I feel like Swamp, South Swamp Devils, thank you. The gang will, like, wild out, but Garcia is just a rich novelist. <laughs> like... I don't he used to want travel him. the world cataloging monsters. I don't want gun. him to feel left out. He felt really left out during the gator thing when we didn't contact him for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'd probably leave it up to him. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, okay. Uh, you guys start uh, getting your bearings on this. Uh, I think Chalamet is going to be there. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think if it's up to him, he goes. Because uh, he, one, wants to help. Two, is honestly curious. And I think that is a, a sort of fatal flaw of his. Mm-hmm. And he, yeah, he's totally with you guys. And I think that that image of, like, everyone scattered. Oh, okay, reform, reform, reform. Tie everybody up. Okay, move forward. Let's go. Uh, yeah, we see uh, the the like little Hot Wheels waiting for you to approach, like it's a video game NPC. Uh, until you get close to it, it starts to move again. And as you uh, do so, uh, you start to hear these like, like, like this like weird sort of cackly laugh uh, coming out of the trees. Uh, 
and as you you hear it and you kind of get your your uh, look around you, you see that there are like dozens of these little like bee shifting eyes. They seem like fluid, like they melt and reform on one another over and over and over again. Like they might be part of the leaves, they might not be. They haven't done anything yet. I don't fucking like this place. It's not great. They start shouting towards you uh, as you hear in the great distance far away. <laughs> in a bunch of different directions, and you can start to feel this like shaking of the ground. Uh, I grab. They're like leaves with eyes, or it's hard to say. It's sort of this kind of fluid, intangible figure that's in the trees. I would like to try to grab it. Uh, give me an act under pressure. Ooh. <sighs> I'm at minus one, right? Mm-hmm. Six. Does anyone like to help can out? I, can I power of the heart? You can. The whole world is a monster. You may always help out here. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. Five. Oh, oh no. I will also help out. Even so higher you're up to space. a six. <laughs> I'm not cool. Nope. I, do I also get a minus one? Because we're you do. in the fuck zone. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's a five. <sighs> okay. Uh, you reach your hand into the trees and you feel this sort of fluid substance, this sort of like vitriolic jelly that starts to wrap around both of your arms and starts to uh, solidify and hold you in place as you feel these like chattering teeth as if your arm opened with a bunch of mouths. Say, right here, right here, right here. Uh, in like a thousand different voices. Uh <clears throat> As you can uh, hear in the distance, from several different directions, massive creatures, like, running towards you. I want to, like, take the hand that has all of the weird little mouths on it, and I want to, like, punch a tree as hard as I can to try to, like, kill them on my fist. Roll me a little, uh, kick some ass. Okay. Uh, negative one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just a fist. So. Seven. No, it's a nine. Doesn't matter. Thing. Okay. Uh, you splatter it on the, the side of the tree. Uh, the whole thing is covered in it, so the thing doesn't die itself, but you can manage to free yourself. But in doing so, you feel it in your head. You've misjudged it. Uh, you've misjudged the distance, misjudged the power, and you crack your hand, breaking it on the tree, uh, and you take a harm and a minus one forward on your next thing that involves that hand. Does the harm ignore armor? It does, because it's actually from you being unstable. Yeah. Okay. Cassius, what do you do? Am I being grabbed? I thought Flint was. You are not, but, okay. you know, everyone gets a turn. Um, is, and so Flint's the only one that's still being, like, quote-unquote grappled? Mm-hmm. Uh, can I use... Let's get out of here. Uh, if you can protect someone by telling them what to do or by leading them out, roll charm instead of tough. So basically, I want to get everyone, I want to just be like, everyone, grab the rope and run and just try to see if we can get the sheer mass of everybody running together since we're still tied together. 
to just drag mm-hmm. you know anyone who gets caught by something uh, for sure try to use let's get out of here to roll charm instead of I love it go for it 11 uh, 11 uh, yeah for sure uh, on a, a 10 plus uh, choose an extra you suffer little harm all impending danger is focused on you you inflict harm on the enemy you hold the enemy back what do you do um hold the enemy I guess hold the enemy back maybe if we can get enough momentum going we can just outpace them for sure uh, you uh Get everyone to hold on to the rope, and together you uh, yank Flint free as a as a uh, unit, and just start sprinting in like the one direction that the monsters are not coming from, uh, trying to put as much distance between yourself and those like cackling, laughing creatures as you can, and you uh, start making your way uh, forward, catching back on to the Hot Wheels track. You can. Uh, yeah. The Hollows is the MVP. It's also dramatic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you hear in the background what sounds like the clashing of giant creatures. Uh, you hear like these these great roars and slashing and trees cracking. And you hear it. But that's not to say that you are free of them. You are for right now. You've got some space. Flint, what do you do? I text on my little keyboard thing. Uh, I I say shoot fire into the sky, but all they get is shoot sky. <laughs> A little cowboy action. Take that, angels. <laughs> uh, very very good. Uh, yeah, uh, we see on uh, June's pager shoot sky bleep up as you uh. uh I assume are running in the direction of your friends. Uh, I do not have any casting components still, so yeah. Fair enough. Uh, you keep running. Uh, Flint, is there anything else you'd like to do with your sort of action here? Mm, just keep moving. Uh, okay. I don't see anything in front of me right now that I should be dealing with, so I'm just going to keep moving. Fair enough. Uh, I think as you do so, uh, there uh, a couple of the the people in your group, which is to say, a couple. Are, there were a couple Bulwark members and the gang members here as well, right? Yeah, sounds about right. Little mix. Yeah. Who are uh, running this way, and uh, you can sort of see exhaustion uh, well over their face, as it seems like running even a short distance is extremely draining. And they're finding it hard to kind of keep their bearings all together. Uh, I think a couple of the board members ask, like, I'm worried, you know, say, like, I'm worried about Chuck. How do we know they're going to keep their word? And that's things like that. Um, and yeah. And we hear, like, uh, like Lefty be like, I'm going to kick this thing's fucking ass so so hard. Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, and they're holding, like a, like, a barbed wire baseball bat, and they're, like, ready to fight. What do you guys do? You're still running in this direction. Is there anything uh, special you're trying to accomplish here? It's hard to say, because, like, there's so many of us. And I think it's important for us to stay together. It's no good to, like, try to make some of us, like, super fast or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, Actually, uh, while we're running, uh, I'm going to turn to... Beck and the members of the Bulwark. 
So, uh, do you guys have any good spells in mind for, like, trapping a creature? Because I I was looking through Chuck's book, and, you know, I I think we're going to be better off trying to seal this thing than we are going to be just trying to blow its brains out or whatever. Yeah, I, I brought some stuff for that. I got, you know, Lincoln Logs and shit, so I'm good to go. It's it's gonna have to be, like, stronger than normal, not not a we put a circle down and it's stuck there for an hour. I'm talking, like... Bear full of monkeys? You ever see those Superman movies? I, I watched them when I was younger. You know, they had that Phantom Zone thing. Uh... Do you think that's what the coins are for? I really feel like these coins are kind of coming useful. Uh, I think as you guys are standing and talking, or, or running and talking, yeah. uh, we see Dr. Garcia start to uh, slow down as he kind of is glossily looking into the distance. Oh, boy. Uh, we see uh, this sort of uh, like figure in the water as you pass by this like great lake. Of It looks like uh, kind of if uh, like Rashida was older and larger and taller. Uh, this sort of like almondy skin, uh, dark hair, and it's kind of uh, ruffled. Uh, and we see uh, she's holding like a uh, like a little girl uh, as she's like running through these woods. Uh, we see her pass by puddle after puddle after puddle. As uh, uh, we see uh, 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 Doctor uh, Garcia uh, kind of mutter the word Tala under his under his breath as he kind of starts to slow to a stop. I think if uh, Chalamet, who is very dapper, is wearing like a tie or anything, uh, Beck is going to stop and like wants to blindfold him because uh, we're all tied together and we can help guide him otherwise. <laughs> Doc, there's going to be like weird mind tricks. We got to just uh, keep pushing forward. He, he says, but, but that's Rashida's mom. Is Rashida's mom dead? No, she's in a ward. Like a psych ward. Well, she's sure as fuck not here. Come on, man. You've seen movies. This is a trick. We see uh, uh, this image on the on the water. Uh, Romy, uh, uh, manipulated person. <laughs> uh, we see this image on the water as uh, 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 Tala, Rashida's mom, is is uh, running away from some thing. Uh, and we see those uh, like same sort of tendrils that were around Nil's neck uh, start to wrap around hers, and it kind of like uh, lassos her, or uh, as if yeah, like a lasso is caught around her neck and like drags her uh, against the ground. Uh, and we hear, "Please, not my baby!" I rolled an eight. Uh, you have to do something right now to prove you mean it. Uh. To prove that I mean that he shouldn't trust them. Or that, like, he needs to just keep going. Any any tactic here. Is, is like, forcing him to keep going? Is that part of it? Or is that ruin it as a part of, like, a manipulation? Uh, I think, um, you could try it, yeah. Uh, if you want to just, like, yank him and, like, physically pull him along, that's fine. It just means you'll be a little bit slower. Uh... 
Yeah, I think that Beck is just gonna like blindfold him and then start trying to drag him. He is like struggling. Uh, uh, you can hear him mutter like, well, what did you do to her? Uh, under his breath as he's like trying to, you know, kind of wrap his brain in what was going on. Mm-hmm. We see the car, the little Hot Wheels car, uh, uh, pull up at a, a pair of uh, like boots uh, as it pans up to see June uh, facing towards the, uh, or, or being cut off between you, but between June and you is the sort of gray suit of the visitor with these sort of uh, like translucent tendrils sticking out of its back. There's like four of them. Uh, and you see uh, the visitor starts to hand you June this book uh, that in uh, June you see this sort of gray dusty ashy tome with uh, incandescent lettering that's kind of like the same color as the aurora in the sky and on um, the title of it in these sort of vine like lettering with like little leaflets coming off of it uh, it's called the born book and you hear all of you hear Oh, this should help you carry out the rest of our arrangement. Thank you. Pleasure doing business with you, June. Hey, June, you get my texts? Uh, they've been a bit garbled. Okay, let me give you the short. James Pale's feeding off the entire anybody who's self-destructive within uh, Constance. Uh, they're slowly depleting your body so that they could take over your body and uh, making you more <laughs> like them. The, the the visitor raises his hands. What happened to subtlety? Damn. Yeah, there's no subtlety here. That's uh, never been Flint's uh, strong suit. Apparently. I think I'm going to lean over to Beck and be like, is this one real? Yeah. Yeah, bud. How many Valium did you take? You were just telling Chalamet to ignore this type of shit. I don't know. No. Sorry. Chalamet has, like, kind of picked up the, the blindfold and is, like, aiming a gun at uh, at the visitor. And uh, I think Lefty is making a run to, like... Uh, Lefty is one of the gang. Uh, to smack James over the head with their uh, with their bat. Uh, I give them a, a, a signal to cool it. Uh, they're part of your gang, they'll just do what you tell them to, so, uh, she, like, skids, sliding forward, but is now, like, a foot away from him, as he's, like, leaning over her, uh, with this, like, terrible loom, and there's this moment of, like, she's, like, a pretty militant, ready-to-kick-ass person, uh, of, like, Jesus Christ, as she looks into this, uh, faceless entity. Oh, and, uh, I'm pretty sure that, uh, it's been doing this for a long time, and uh, you and uh, Jude ain't the only two under its sway. Um, uh, Flint, I'm not disagreeing with anything you just said, but it is time for us to go. That's right. Because y'all ain't gonna last long standing around in here. I think Beck is, like, untying the rope, like, around her waist. Uh, and it's kind of like panting under her like armor. You said anything about standing around? Oh, oh yeah. One last thing. What's good, motherfucker? The visitor's weak right now. It's the weakest it's ever going to be, as far as I can tell, because of what it did to you. This is our one shot at it, as far as I can tell. 
The, uh, the visitor is like raising their hands like, oh, come on. <laughs> really? Uh, it's like lifts this uh, pocket watch that it clicks and checks the time. I thought we just did a whole thing. Lee, do I have my gear? Um, I think in handing you the uh, the book, I think they also handed you like your bag or whatever it is you carry your stuff in. Okay. Uh, I'm going to draw my my uh, uh, flintlock uh, hand cannon and uh, very casually raise it and and say it is time for us to go. Who at who? Who are you raising it to? Uh, the general. Are you just, raising, are you just like yeah, pointing upwards? Us. No, the group. Like the the who of the My, group? The the, the fellow PCs. hunters. Yeah, yeah. Mm. PCs. Not towards the devils. I'm assuming they'll follow my lead. Yeah, it kind of looks like they're like backing up to be like, I don't know if this is a thing I should handle. I think Lefty is right next to James and or the visitor and is like a little disoriented uh, and actually seems like they're having a headache. We don't have time to, to debate the issue. If Jude Keaton is going to have a future, we need to leave right now. Oh, that's yeah. a very good point. Jude Keaton isn't the first or the last. Especially not if we let this thing live. Or if we don't at least try to get our licks in while we can. There's ways to fix Jude without bending over. Uh, does, uh, does Flint have a gun? Yes, but he's not pointing it back at you. Uh, James puts two fingers to nothing, because they don't have a face, and suddenly a, uh, a loud whistle whispers out through the forest. Um... I am doing everything I can to communicate with Flint that, like, he needs to drop me. Jesus. Uh, how are you doing that? Yeah, okay, just, that, that's, just, that's just, a... just eyes and, uh, uh, <sighs> I am, I am, uh, going to, like, give a, a very small nod towards Flint. Give me a, a straight charm roll to see if you can subtly communicate this. Uh, that'll be a 12. I'm, am I still at a minus two? Mm-hmm. Okay, so 10. So I'm looking, I'm looking at Flint, and I have my gun out, and I'm going to, like, give him a nod and kind of, uh, like, raise it up like I'm about to cast a shot at him, but uh, the words come out jarbled as I'm hoping he... I would like to roll for preparedness for one thing. My god, what? I want some rubber bullets. Hell yeah, go for it. That's at minus two? Uh-huh. Ten. Ooh. Beautiful. Plus three. My, uh, it, it was plus three. Minus yeah, yeah, yeah. two came out to ten. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, you just happen to have rubber bullets. So you just happen to have it loaded right now. For the love of God. Shoot in June. Uh, June, since you're not resisting this, I don't think a roll is necessary. Um, one of you needs to roll manipulate a person to not just tip off James that this is a scheme you're pulling right now. Can I distract James by... You certainly can. Uh, or maybe trying to use magic to incapacitate him. 
You can do whatever you want. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to incapacitate him. <laughs> Either way, one of the two of you uh, rolls manipulate a person, and the other roll help out because you're both right. doing a scheme right now. I'll roll uh, help out. Yeah, I'll manipulate. Remember, you're at minus two. Uh, help out's plus cool, right? Yep. All right. Uh, I think I'm just going to get it at a seven. Okay. But I did level up. (laughs) Very nice. Uh, uh, Flint, as you fire off this round, how do you give yourself away a little bit? Flint's never been particularly subtle, and I just... Flat out say we'll pick you up later. <laughs> putting putting uh, at the fact that I'm not willing to actually kill. For sure. Uh, I think uh, the the visitor knows clear cut that you are not actually trying to, to get into a fight and probably won't, but isn't quite sure if June will. Uh, June, you got to do something right now to prove that you are not just about to turn and try to kill the visitor as well. Um, I think... Uh... One, I do think I fire off a spell and it goes wide. Uh, so I think it very barely misses Flint. Okay. Um, and then uh, two, I think I like break a rib. So I think like I am getting shot here and getting like pretty grievously hurt even with a rubber bullet. Okay. Then yeah, take a harm and he, uh, James is convinced that you're still on his side. Or at the very least, like he wanted, will be willing to betray your friends for power. Yeah. And, uh, uh, Beck, you are doing what now? I want to try to use magic to, to trap the monster. Uh, go for it. Roll with a minus two. Eight. Uh, eight. Okay. Uh, go ahead and choose a glitch. Uh, we have the effect is weakened. The effect is of a short duration. You take, uh, one harm and ignore armor. The magic draws immediate unwelcome attention and it's a problematic side effect. I want to do short duration. So I, it's basically like enough time to get like only like one or two smacks in. For oh, sure. Beck uh, goes into their lunchbox and grabs a rubber or a plastic barrel, uh, hucks it and yells Zaboomafu and a bunch of uh, monkeys uh, come out of it like cackling and running around James and linked arms and they trap him. <laughs> what is this grade school nonsense? <sighs> All right, then, I guess we're doing this. Uh, James uh, clicks their watch, and the time on it stops. And they put it in their pocket. I would like to hit him with a sword, but if anyone else wants to go ahead and do something... I would say that's probably Cassius's turn right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. You got schemes? You got tricks? Uh, I have an idea. What's your idea? I think Cassius is going to uh, charge straight at James. I think he's going to drop his gun. He's going to go for a spear tackle. And I want to use what could go wrong to try to gain a hold so that I can use it on a plus two for a act under pressure to try to pickpocket his pocket watch. Jesus Christ, I love it. Have at it. Okay, so is this uh, uh, act under pressure? 
Yeah. Cool, cool. Minus two. Y'all, y'all been stressing me out all goddamn night. I just had a conversation with Lee today where I was saying, Andy usually goes for whatever feels the most like dramatic and fucks up June. Uh, Matt loves the classics and will try to like work in tropes. And I never ever know what Soren will do. <laughs> um, would I have a negative to this because maybe I'm not as practiced at pickpocketing with only one hand? Um, yeah. I think I, would say I, think I chose the left hand because it was the non-dominant, but I think mm-hmm. I could still see it having issues. For sure. And it, like a tackle is also difficult yeah. in this way, yeah. for sure. So, what, uh, yeah. like a negative one, an additional negative one to the already negative yeah. two? Mm-hmm. Okay. So let me just, so it's negative three. Uh-huh. Plus one for my normal one. So it's, it's going to be a flat roll on this, actually. Even okay. with the plus two from what could go wrong. Okay. Have at it. Plus a ten. <gasps> a ten! It's a, six, it's a six and a four. A beautifully executed technique. James doesn't go down. Oh, for uh, sure. You... You slam into, uh, or the, you slam into the visitor, and there is a, a this like looming face that looks down on you as you struggle to scramble off of them, and also all of the weird little classic monkeys. And uh, in your hand, you have a silver pocket watch. I have no idea if this is actually important or not, but it seemed like it was. So I it think must be. I'm I gonna think try it, to like, control the realm. <laughs> right? I'm gonna try to scramble back to them without him realizing that I've, like, palmed it. But okay. If I take any damage or something, I'd understand. Uh, alrighty. Uh, June or Flint, either one of you, because you both acted at the same time uh, last time. Can I narrate what the devils are doing? Uh, you can use a luck point, or not a luck point. You can roll luck, you can try to have them do something, and roll luck, and they'll try it. You have a big bonus, because they are a move, right? They're a move you uh, have. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I will do that. Is that my action? Uh, yeah, if it, technically, okay. yeah. Sure. Because they, they have fewer negatives because there's four of them. All right. Uh, and it's plus the remaining luck I have. Mm-hmm. Plus, uh, they are, if, as long as they're acting together as a singular unit, they have a plus uh, four here. Okay. Uh, so that'll be a nine if I'm doing this math correctly. Okay. Then this is to do what? Uh, to pull June away. Oh, for uh, sure. So I think three of them, uh, I think like Magpie and Lefty and Bishop will, uh, kind of, uh, circle around James and get some licks in. And I think Loon is going to grab June by the shoulders and, and just start dragging them back and be, uh, Loon is like, Hey, <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? For sure, they're freaking out a little bit uh, as they uh, engage with the visitor. They feel these um, this like psychic pain in their brain. They hit James physically; he's physically there, and they uh, all three of the people that tried uh, fall over to the ground for a second as their head is is full of this like sharp pain. Uh, you can see that they are wounded in some way. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think, like, Loon will be, like, busting off, uh, rounds as they're trying to drag June backwards and, like, uh, reaming June out a bit for being, uh, an idiot and possibly evil. I love it. I love it. Alrighty, and Flint. 
if I wanted to protect someone, that's more of a reaction than an action, right? So I could you can you can take a more proactive form of it, and it'll be more effective than a than a reactive one. I wait to see who James goes after, getting ready to make sure that they're okay. Okay. I will then what I'll do here is if instead of taking like the normal action, you're preparing something, uh, I'll say that you have a plus two. I'll, I'll nullify the negative two here to you protect someone. Oh, I don't have to worry about that. I just leveled up and I'm taking the move never again. Yes. I love it. They don't get oh. James doesn't get to take my friends. Oh, <laughs> oh I love never again. Uh, you want to read that out for everybody? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the wronged. Uh, never again. In combat, you may choose to protect someone without rolling, as if you had rolled a 10+, but you may not choose to suffer little harm. I love it. I love it. That's such a good, flavorful move. I love it to death. Alrighty, well then. Uh, yeah, you prepare, uh, to do so. And if you would like, you can still use your action, because if your reaction is guaranteed, then I don't think you need to worry about it. Oh, in that case, I'm just going to take a pop shot at James with the shotgun. Make sure that I have actual bullets loaded in this time. Sure. Uh, Have at it. Roll with a minus two, my friend. Ten plus one, minus two, nine. Nine. You kick each other's ass. Uh, Go ahead, and what is the harm on the shotgun? Uh, The harm on the shotgun is three, and it's far, and it's loud. Uh, you, yeah, you s- smash uh, bullets through it. It sort of looks like uh, droplets in water. It looks like uh, like rain has uh, hit onto this puddle as James's figure or the visitor's figure reverberates a little bit. But otherwise, it seems to be relatively okay. Uh, you, however, uh, feel this intense sort of psychic pain in your head, and you take two harm, ignore armor. Ugh. And uh, for the next action, you have a minus one. So it's up to minus to three. Yeah, but for one forward. <sighs> Alrighty. Beck, you're up. I'm going to try to hit him with a sword. Okay, go for it. Seven. So you have the move. Uh, bottle it up. In which you occasionally expend... Uh, amounts to use to uh, oh, uh, increase your active pressure. Yeah, yeah. You used that all three in our last mystery, and I never called you on it. Ooh. So I'm going to expend them now. Ooh. So your roll is a four. <laughs> I level up. You take your swing at the visitor, and it's a, it was a good fucking swing. You know, uh, everyone had set this up. They were trapped by the monkeys. They were shot at. Cassius just tackled into it. The, uh, the South Swamp Devils were... Uh, going ham. They were like giving you a moment to swing. And the second you do, the spell of yours ends. And you are further away. <laughs> we see that you have seemingly, and without anyone being able to see it happen or remember it happening, you are now hanging over the water on this sort of large lake that is near you. As the visitor is standing atop the water, uh, you guys can all see this, but it is like more than a few yards away. Uh, and Beck is speared through by these sort of semi-visible tendrils. Uh, and uh, Beck, you take uh, three harm, ignore armor. Yeah, there'll be none of that. I'm going to protect someone. You protect someone. How do you help? 
Uh, I see Beck, like, up in the air with the spears about to go through her, and I just want to tackle her out of the way. You run through the water at great speed uh, as these tendrils shoot up under you. Uh, It's as if you rolled a ten. So you do gain a little benefit here of all impending danger is focused on you. You inflict harm on the enemy. You hold the enemy back. Uh, You get one of those, but you may not reduce the harm you're about to take. Uh... You know what? Hurt for hurt. James James impales me with those tendrils, and I take my uh, fucking magic glove and just grab one of the tendrils and just start blasting it with the magic glove. Hell yeah. Uh, how much harm does that do? Only does one, but it's magic. Okay. Uh, you see that that does hurt a little bit more uh, as you, you uh, start to crackle through his uh, or its uh, Ill- semi-illusory tendril. Uh, and, uh, Beck, you take no harm in this scenario, uh, but Flint, you take three harm, ignore armor, bringing you up to five. Oh my god. Alrighty. Cassius, it is your turn. I think Cassius is going to stumble over to where June's laying acting like he's still distraught by, like, the shootout uh, and, like, gonna, like, fall to his knees by where they're laying and press the pocket watch into their hand and go, uh, I couldn't buy you that 24 hours, but I think maybe I bought you a little bit of time. And I'm going to press the pocket watch into their hand uh, and say, uh, prove us right. Uh, and I, I, I have, I have looked in some of the rules and seen that there is a manipulated person option for hunters. Uh, I don't know if you allow that or not, but I normally don't. Uh, but if the, uh, recipient is willing to like, you know, yeah, I'm not, I'm not personally a fan of it. I know that it gives options for, um, like if you follow it, you gain experience. Uh, if you don't. Uh, nothing happens, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's let's talk about it as a group. I guess uh, take a second here. Uh, how does everyone feel about being able to use manipulated person on other players? In this instance specifically, I'm thinking of it more as like a motivational speech than like a manipulation. Uh, I'm fine with it happening in this instance. Yeah. Uh, with the idea of it is uh, Cassius trying to. Uh, motivate a very wounded June to like uh, act in a way that they they might not currently. Uh, if the po- if the two of you are cool with it, uh, go ahead. Uh, we'll try not to make a habit of it. I think is the yeah. general thought here. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. cool. I may fail. So <laughs> all right. So that's six plus. Three minus two is a seven. So okay, uh, they mark experience if they do what you ask. Nice and simple. Uh, so, um, I think uh, narratively, my question is: Is Cassius trying to get June to take an aggressive action towards James? I think Cassius assumes that June knows what this watch does more than Cassius does. So I think. Cassius is trusting June perhaps to 
I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying you do. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. this is Cassius's brain right now, being like, you know him better than I do. You might have some idea how this works. Uh, ideally, like help us seal him here. Maybe I don't know if Cassius really knows where we're planning on sealing him. So, Lee, do I have any insights into the watch? Um, they do, do, do. Uh, give me a little investigative mystery, and we can call this vaguely retroactive. Uh, where you know you've seen James use it all the time. Now having your hand properly on it, you can maybe make a call here. Am I taking any negatives? Say minus one. Okay, uh, that'll be an eight then. What is being concealed here for the watch? Sure. Uh, James keeps meticulous track of time. Uh, you you see this every single day you are out with him, or with it, rather, where uh, everything you do is always on schedule all the time, even if it seems frivolous. Like, even, like, uh, it feels like getting drinks with someone feels like a, uh, you know, it should be like a relaxed whatever. And there is a specific time every time which uh, the visitor goes and leaves and does all of these things. Uh, the visitor has this sort of uh, map in its mind where portals happen. Like, at specific times, I can go here and I'm there. I can go here and I'm there. Uh, has this uh, intense, I like this very, very specific idea of how to get around the, all of the world, all of this world here, uh, by having a proper timekeeping of where uh, these unseen magical portals just appear. So with this in hand, and James not having access to it, the teleportation is going to be very much guesswork for James right now. Does that make sense? Yeah, is the watch itself magic, or...? In a way, in that it is okay. part of James's like, ma- magical power to do this. Gotcha. Um, do I have uh, a feeling that if I destroyed the watch, that James would see that as me breaking our bargain? For sure. Okay. Right? That's, yeah. that's acting against his power at all. Yeah, okay. I am going to uh, pocket the watch and look at um, Cassius and say, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I I can't. And uh, I'm going to motion for the devils uh, to keep doing what they're doing. Which is what? Uh, Fighting James. So I'm not stopping the devils, but that is the... As that is going to be my extent of helping as of right now. Okay. For sure. Um, uh, I am going to uh, have them try and heal Flint. They can try. Uh, uh, do you want to have them use like a, one of their like a, a team action here? Yeah. Go ahead and roll me luck. Same as before. Ooh. Uh, that's going to be a three. Uh, and what is your what is your luck score? Uh, I have used three luck. So two plus four is six, plus their three is nine. Okay. Oh, well, that's significantly better than I thought it would be. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but it's not perfect. They, uh, uh, as they are uh, battling the visitor, uh, they can still get their swings in. Uh, they, you know, they have pretty coordinated efforts. They, like, uh, throw water up to kind of disguise their uh, their vision. They uh, they attack at uh, coordinated times, 
but uh, James, above all else, is a psychic monster. Uh, and so whenever they uh, attack, uh, they can feel this intense ping on their head. You can see that their eyes, each one of them, is starting to get really, really red and bloodshot. Uh, and we see that uh, Bishop, uh, one of their eyes, like, fills with blood. And they start to fall over. And they say, I can't see, I can't see! as uh, one of James's tendrils starts to snake towards them. Flint. Were they able to heal Flint at all? Ah, right. Uh, so they are uh, at, you know, at best, like, sawbonesy. They're not doctors. I'm going to say, Flint, you can heal one uh, from their coordinated effort. As, like, Bishop and Lefty kind of hold James back, uh, Magpie and Loon, who have a bit more technical knowledge, can try to at least put staunch some bleeding. Dope. All right, Flint, your turn. Beck, we're not going to beat this thing by just hitting it over the head. We need to figure out a way to seal it forever. Yeah, but we're also here to weaken it, right? I gotta get at least one good hit in. Yeah, I'll see what I can do. And I'm going to try to blast it with my magic glove again. You sure? From as far away as I can. Okay. I, I guess if you run away, it is a little safer, because those tendrils are where it's really nasty. Yeah. I'm going to use a luck point. Very good. Uh, okay. You uh, expend a luck point, and Oof. let's see. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh <clears throat> Go ahead and deal your damage and pick a extra effect. It's only which is you gain the advantage, take plus one forward, or give plus one forward to another hunter. You inflict terrible harm. You suffer less harm. You force them where you want them. It's only uh, one point of magic damage, but uh, I want to give plus one forward to back. Okay. By awesome. essentially shooting James in like the kneecap or something causing him to just flinch a little. For sure, for sure. He seems to kind of have this amorphous figure here, but as you like draw energy from him with your magic, uh, you can see that like they start to like almost glitch out a little bit. Like their their form starts to shake as if they were on camera and it started to to freak out. Uh and what happens when uh, uh you use a luck point? I find out that uh Something involved with what's going on right now has to do with the mystery from my past. Mm, okay. Great, great, great. Uh, I think we can get to that not necessarily right now, yeah. but soon. Uh, but I think one of the things that happens is when you, you hit the visitor, uh, you see its like head roll back, uh, and uh, you hear in your head, you're so lucky I didn't pick you instead. Uh, as you uh, uh, feel this intense pain in your head, uh, and you see this kind of loose vision that James puts in, where this whole time you have been in Constance lost, and, and before you found the team, and you were kind of, you know, just kind of destroying yourself, you were uh, drunk all the time, you were just shouting nonsense, you were forgetting to eat all these times, that in the background, James had been sitting there watching you for a considerable amount of time, debating on whether or not you were worthy of picking up. 
And you take, yeah, the two harm, ignore armor as they psychically smack you. Oh boy. And I think you're one away from death, right? Oh yep. <sighs> okay. It's okay, I still got a plan. I hope so. 